Good enough. Good enough. Here we are. <laughs> I don't know what this will be. Maybe an episode of Redeeming Disorder. Maybe something that no one ever sees. But we'll see. I'm here with Katerine Melissa Calva Carrion. <laughs> oh, so I'm not longer Ilya. Oh, yeah. Well, if I did this on Redeeming Disorder, that's public, so... Okay. I would say your name. Okay, okay. Unless you don't want. No, it's okay. You can follow me in Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But go you're for not it. gonna find me like Catherine Melissa. Pura miel. Yeah. So I'm doing the last roll. Yes. Tobacco and cannabis. Yes. We're celebrating the end of habits and attachments that are holding us back. Like making smoking the center of the day and having it around the house and being addicted to it. And celebrating the new good habits. Mud water. Cheers. <laughs> what else are we celebrating? We're celebrating us, whatever that means. As we figure out it's what's beautiful. going on. It is beautiful. <laughs> what's going on in this awkward time. We're getting there. We're getting there. We have pretty good ideas of <laughs> what can show to Raymond's audience. Really beautiful landscapes. Maybe we'll take a trip. Maybe we'll take a trip. Take a video. The podcast is going to become a video podcast, so eventually it's just all going to be video. But right now I don't have a great way for recording video, and I think the phone's audio is going to be kind of crappy. So we're in the... Yeah, we're in the middle ages of, of our creativity. And so getting to a place where the podcasting and the documenting and the videos are great. Yeah, we're going through the sudden return of our creative content. <laughs> So I ended my Saturn return when we met, and you were beginning your Saturn return when we met. That's what people say. <laughs> That's around the right age, and yeah, what a time of transition. It's been a rough few years for me. I feel like I'm just now coming out of this chaotic time where I think I'm going to die all the time, and settling into my new body and getting ready to create again, and it feels good, but it's still been... Complicado. Yeah, but you are doing a great, great, great journey. I was gonna say great job, but I don't wanna take it like a job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a great journey. Mm -hmm. And I've been holding myself back a bit with smoking all the time. And now I'm gonna smoke this beautiful spliff rolled by the beautiful Catherine to celebrate <laughs> the change. Yeah the change. So there's been a lot of change for us. Yeah, I just recently graduated like two days ago. So mm -hmm. I'm celebrating the close, the finish of a period of being attached to the system. <laughs> In the matrix. In the matrix. That Raymond was able to experience the Ecuadorian matrix. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I went to her graduation ceremony and they were playing like club music as all the people went up instead of like a orchestra you know the latest pop songs instrumentals like, mm -hmm. oops, 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 <laughs> as they were getting their diplomas yeah 
We have to have a little bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. And it was great to see your mom proud of you graduating. And the dinner was nice, meeting more of your family and hanging out with them. The only thing that wasn't the nicest was that I had to pretend like we're together, exclusively, monogamously together. Because, because that's what they all thought. And yeah. they're making these jokes, when are you going to get married? Yeah, these are the say. kind of jokes that family do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're still interested in creating together. But it's complicated because we were together, together. Mm-hmm. And now, I don't know if we can do things together with a different type of relationship. It seemed like we could. Yeah, I think that we can if we um, channel our energy into that and respect that our hearts are broke. Yeah, we weren't like our best selves when we were in a relationship. Like I was with a lot in my plate and you were going through the addictions. And so I was like giving a lot of energy to finish with my thesis degree and finish with the job. Like uh, I make myself being busy during that time. Like I thought that it would be like six months until I end and after that I will uh, be able to focus my energy in creating who I really am and what we want to do because our visions are like aligned and so in the process of that there were frustration, anger and a lot of Negative WhatsApp messages. WhatsApp messages and screaming and <laughs> and a lot of disorder and, and trust issues and a lot of wounds show up and um, and a lot of healing comes with that too because sometimes we aren't able to see your our wounds and we are like in our light and like creating all this spiritual. Um, world of it's like what my mind did when what happened for me when I was a kid like I create a world of full of light and I wasn't like facing the shadow of what happened to me and I just created this like a whole idea of wellness but it wasn't complete because uh, like um, the wellness of for we complete face the shadow in like a naked way like in a raw in a raw way, mm-hmm. and uh, I have been facing shadows a lot, but uh, this is like things that I wasn't able to see, and that our relationship allowed me to touch. Mm. Yeah, and also that uh, spiritual paths or things like we can believe that we are doing a work by living a spiritual life as we see in social media <laughs> oh, like you know the kundalini kundalini mm-hmm. that's a great song <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you said that sometimes we can see like an idealized version of each other and not see the darkness or the shadows of each other or ourselves because we're seeing the light and sometimes we have an idea of what embodying the light is but 
the idea might be different from actually doing it. Mm. And our relationship allowed you to see more of your shadows, allowed me to see more of my shadows. Maybe before our relationship, I was like in light because there's like light and, and we are in a good state and we are like shining. But this um, creation that I did of me in that time, maybe wasn't that um, complete or raw as after experiencing the unhealed version of me. Mm-hmm. Because in that okay. moment I thought that, oh, I'm, I'm super healed and I'm experiencing all this life of the spirituality and, and it's like, uh, maybe not. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, maybe yes, but you need also to go through to see your, yourself in a raw way. I don't yeah, maybe yes, but just not as deep as it could be. Mm-hmm. There's some light and so you're living in that light, identifying as a being of light. Ah, I'm great. And then you see more of your darkness and then you have to integrate that to reach the next point of being in your light but in a more mature way. Mm-hmm. I feel like I relate because in the past I was frequently thinking I'm great or in an attitude of being in my light. And there was light there but there was also stuff that I didn't see about myself that I had to see and accept and love and integrate and then be more whole version of me I was super delusional in the past when I was on TV and when I was like being this guy and yeah so it was good to be disillusioned from that and so we've been very disillusioned in our relationship and now we're both healing we're both working with what we've learned and figuring out what's right for us yes I'm glad that it's clarified things for you, though, and helped you grow. It's helped me grow. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of behaviors that came from anger and just to... Like I thought, maybe unconsciously I wanted to hurt you. Yeah. And after it was just hurting me. And, and I was, like, repeating... Um, patterns of protection like and you weren't doing something to protect but I I feel fear of some behaviors that we were having and I thought like this mechanisms of defense came up and this mechanism of defense came from past relationship and trauma and not for what is present because I could be present in a more mature way and be present in a more loving way but I was scared. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel right now? Scared, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding, just kidding. Just kidding, just kidding. In the beginning of a relationship, Catherine always said, no mentira, just kidding, (laughs) all the time. All the time. Because I was nervous, I was getting to know um, you. And I think I did that version of you also. Like I was like, ah, there's a lot of light in this man. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of light in you. And I thought that you were like the coolest guy that I have met 
Damn. I wish you could have kept thinking that. When you saw me with this. Yeah, but... (laughs) But it's okay. I love you anyway. And I'm still thinking that you are the coolest. (laughs) (laughs) You're very cool too. And I love that we are going through this healing. We are sponsored by Mud Water. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll cut to commercial because I have to pee. Irritabilidad. This is not sponsored by any tobacco or... <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Uh, that's what I did. You can give it to me. This uh, was a thing that I did and I want to repeat, but my, my, the women in my family are like healers mm-hmm. and they do like things with plants. Mm-hmm. And so I buy a lot of... I mean, I did. this is the first time that I did what my ancestors used to do. Mm-hmm. And I did it for you. Oh, really? Yeah, but I want to repeat the process because I think I, I need to like have a like glass and a different bottle. Oh. But there's like plants and alcohol, like a specific kind of alcohol and other things. And it's like for uh, when you are low energy or headaches and mm-hmm. it's to breathe it. But this one's no good? I think I can do it stronger. I mean, you can smell it. I think it can be like a stronger the smell. It smells a little like alcohol. It tastes kind of, it smells a little like the saunas that I used to do in the jungle. So I'm gonna repeat it. Yeah. And I wanna learn more about plants. <laughs> learn more of your ancestral wisdom. Yeah. It's cool that the women in your, in your ancestry would put plants together for healing. Yeah, it's very cool. I am a little bit sad that it stopped because of modern times. Yeah. Uh, I'm a terrible host right now. So how about I ask you about what you know about that and what you feel inspired to do yourself in learning more about healing plants and why the tradition in your family and the women in your family stopped with your grandma it sounds like it stopped with your grandma yeah it's there's a little bit in my mom but it stopped yeah and i guess in your grandma too because she did the things when you were young but your grandpa was discouraging her yeah Mm -hmm. your mom is still a nurse yeah so maybe it stopped in the sense of direct connection with the plants but there's still that healing instinct yeah yeah, so my family is from the rural of the province, like the rural province is not from the city. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Loja province here in the south of Ecuador in the Andes. Yeah, and so they came here like um, looking for better opportunities. 
they were living in the countryside therefore they had a great connection with the nature So, I grew up with this um, storytelling about the, the mystic of the places and I was always surrounded by, um, by this kind of medicine, uh, like plants. And because my mom is a nurse, so I traveled with her to the countryside because she was like doing this, uh, I don't know how it works in the United States, but here, after you become a nurse, you go through to like some time in the countryside. Mm. Yeah, maybe it's similar. I know that nurses have rotations and travel to different hospitals. Yeah. So, so my mom was going through that and she take me with her. And so, yeah, there was a lot of this in, in the air. A lot of what in the air? And the plant and the mystic of the rural towns, the nature, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people healing with the plants. And um, I, my grandma used to do like baths for me, like with flowers, and do this. When, when you do, how do you, like clean, cleanings? Uh-huh. Yeah, she used to do that to me. In Espanol? Um, como limpias. Limpias, yeah. But as I was growing up, we started to live more in the city because all the family was like migrating mm-hmm. to the city to study, get into the universities and all these kind of things. So I, me, myself, got get disconnected from plants and start pursuing like what I was sewing, seeing in television and in what the idea of progress that was being selling to us and and I wanted, I don't know, um, the celebrities and all this world was into my mind too. And so... USA? Yeah, USA culture. <laughs> USI culture. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've, I got this disconnection too. And... Uh, I get like sick in in an emotional sickness. Like um, I felt, I didn't, I don't know how to say this. Like I, I start to feel uncomfortable in in the city, and my spirit was like looking for something else. And so I start doing dance and art and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, but still, there was more that I needed and so every time that I was close to nature I felt better and I start to do an art therapy after all my dance and and being involved in art and I start to look for a healthier way of life so I was um, like seeking and pursuing people that are doing alternative stuff and in this path I met Christina and I met my actual therapist Marines and, and Christina was living here in Vilcabamba so I started to come here to take 
her workshops. Mm -hmm. And Christina started the first vegan restaurant in Ecuador. Yeah. In Quito. Yeah. Christina is someone I should interview too. Yeah. This yeah. is like my best interview so far. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the worst host. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone, including myself. <laughs> oh. But yeah, there's so much great stuff for you to share. Yeah, thank you for giving me this space. <laughs> this is great. So yeah, I came here and I met Christina. Um, I met Christina because she did like a tea ceremony in Loja and I felt called to, to, to the tea and I had dreams about tea and so I went there. And yeah, after I pursued that and my therapist was saying, okay, if you feel a call to nature, you should live in a place that has nature. And so she encouraged me to, to move and Christina encouraged me to and and my current partner at that time also encouraged me to come here and uh, he was living here yeah he was living here and also he was like very insistent in that I am like a witch or like a wise and medicine woman and that I'm gonna develop my gifts coming here and things like that and at that point I was like so confused and just wanted to like create um, like myself, I guess I was like not knowing myself. And from there I start to do these questions of who am I? Because there was happening all these things. So I went to talk with my grandma and my grandma started to share all these stories about our lineage and our and the women in our family. Mm -hmm. And I get more interested in in this, like in because I, I remember that she used to do this all the time. Mm -hmm and do the cleanings to us and the pots and plants and she's still working with plants that she has a lot of plants in the house that she take care of and plants are like her best friends <laughs> like she told with her with her with the plants and yeah she really loved the plants <laughs> and she so, had a beautiful energy oh she's super sweet it was the first time i met her just mm. two nights ago yeah <laughs> amada so Amada comes from a family that works with plant in an industrial way too. They do... Do you have this tea that say Ile? Ile? Yeah. This back... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's her family. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but, but her great-grandma was using the plants in that different way, not like industrial way. Amara's great-grandma. Yeah, that wow. her name is Dolores Riofrio. So your great-great-great-grandma? Yeah, and she used to live here in Vilcabamba. And she used to work with plants, and she used to be a dancer, and she used to play the harp, and she used to be involved in all political decisions when just men did that. And so, after living here in Vilcabamba, she moved to Gonzanama and she started to live there alone. She was like a healer of kids. And like every every kid came to her, like them, their moms they took them to her. But my grandma was like describing me that they used to do like a line for the healer by her. And she told me all these things about playing the harp and dance and all these things that she used to do and create for herself. So that was the first time that I knew that I had this kind of ancestor. Ancestor? Ancestor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
when I went to Seoul with my grandma. The ancestral connection here is beautiful. <laughs> I think it's a lot more common here that someone would be able to have that conversation with their grandma because the families are so close together. Mm. Like knowing who your great 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 grandmother is, that's really cool. Yeah, and I'm happy that uh, that curiosity wake up in me, so I start to go inside in this way, like uh, knowing where I come from. And yeah, so that that was what uh, took me to go with my grandma, and she started to share these stories. And I always thought that oh, I don't have nothing in common with my family. They are just I don't know. I always thought that. We are the only ones that have some artistic side and or are worried about nature or likes nature because in my family there were affirmations that says that nature is dirty and so I don't want to have nature in my house because that's like dirty mm. and so yeah I always thought that I was in the wrong family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. But getting to know that there was this ancestor was like super powerful for me and that encouraged me to keep pursuing my spirit and to like that was an inspiration for me yeah I bet and it's cool that you can now reconnect after the disconnection mm -hmm. and that has been a process too because mm -hmm. I'm still attached I was still attached to um, the system mm -hmm. Like I still have to finish. There was this um, pushing of my family to get this degree and focus in the things that matter for them. Yeah. So your mom was super happy with you getting your degree. Yeah. <laughs> I was happy seeing her happy. Yeah. But um, it's interesting how this disconnection came from the idea that nature is dirty. It seems like a lot of times we've become disconnected based on this idea of cleanliness or you know getting away from what's dirty mm -hmm. like definitely during covid but i think also like going back to like a lot of the start of big wars in the world like manifestations of disconnection like hitler was obsessed with cleanliness apparently uh, yeah so yeah that seems really fundamental that disconnection from nature the idea we have in our mind that we can be disconnected from nature seems to be at the core of a lot of the disconnection between people that's getting more and more common that i think that that's an understanding that it's super important to have in these days I, i recently read that individual doesn't really exist because in mushrooms kind of teach us that because it's like a big connection in a big organism. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when we talk about protecting nature, we talk about protecting nature like if we're a different thing of us. Yeah. But that's, yeah, and so yeah, I'm a, I agree with what you say. Estamos de acuerdo. Yeah, <laughs> we are never disconnected. <laughs> yeah, but we can think we are and then create in this illusion, in form, disconnection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, who is doing this to us? <laughs> <laughs> Energy. Yeah. Um, the elites. The. ¿Cómo se llaman estos los reptilianos? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people in Vilcabamba believe that. Yeah. A lot of people in Vilcabamba believe a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, we're living in a really beautiful 
in a crazy um, <laughs> place. Yeah. Encourage people to visit Pilcabamba. <laughs> you think yeah. that you're crazy enough? <laughs> dance was a huge way you reconnected. Yeah. Do you want to talk about how you got to dance and the role that played for you? Yeah, of course. Dance. Dance. So dance start when I was a little child. <laughs> I don't know, singing and dancing has been things that accompanied me. Did what? Que me acompañan. Oh, accompanied you? Yeah. yeah. Te acompaña. Sí, que me acompaña since I'm a, a kid, a child. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember what I was going to say, but you can keep talking about dancing. I was, I'll say what I was going to say later. <laughs> okay, okay. Wow, what a terrible interview. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a dynamic. <laughs> dynamic interview. <laughs> you said that dancing was, I mean, it played a big part in you getting curious about things beyond the system. Mm. I don't know, this is fun, but I start to take a dance, like a more serious stuff, because... I saw in television this uh, dolls dancing and they mm -hmm. look like, oh, they look so beautiful and the movements are like so nice and I want to repeat those movements. And so from television, I took the wanting to dance in a more intentional way, even if they weren't trying to do that to me. I don't know if they were trying to do that to me. They? Who's they? The, the ones from television. I was like looking at these movies that are for kids. So I told my mom that I want to learn to do that. I was like, look, look to this dolls dancing. I want to do that. And I was like seven years, eight, eight years. I was like super, super pushing my mom a lot to, to take me somewhere that I can do that. And so she took me to... Conservatorio, conservatory. It's like a school, mm -hmm. but for mm -hmm. yeah. of arts. Yeah, yeah, conservatory. Yeah, so I went there and I started to study classical techniques, ballet. And um, it was really beautiful to start, but it was challenging because I, my mom wasn't living in the city. It was when we were in charge of our great and of our grandparents mm -hmm. and uh, they your, your grandparents were in charge of you you were living with them yeah mm -hmm. I mean we were living in the same building but they live in the up uh, in the second floor mm -hmm. and my brother and I live in the first floor mm -hmm. and my older brother and I and uh, it was challenging because there was no father to take me to the place and uh, there was a lot of responsibility for my brother, but I enjoyed the dancing and and these challenges were like obstacles or like didn't allow me like to enjoy it in a super complete way. But I did have like three years of doing ballet and after I was off of that school, but I still dancing and repeating and looking for movement and every time. Uh, I had the opportunity, I did like in groups in the, in the school or in the high school 
and eventually I went, I I grew up enough to like not need no one to take me to places, so I went to study contemporary dance in the group of the national university that they did like contemporary dance. Mm-hmm. How old were you when I you started? I was sixteen. When I started, I was eight or nine. Mm-hmm. But I I was always like looking for doing stuff during that time, like uh, moving. And, yeah. <laughs> and after I did the contemporary dance, um, the theater came to my life and I started to do more theater than dance. And other was always a university also in the middle of, of, of my development. <laughs> all the universities in Loja. <laughs> yeah, all the universities in Loja. Uh, yeah, because my family is not that this kind of family that encourages you to do art. They encourage you to do money and uh, that's why they encourage you to do like academy degrees and this is a way of success that they think it's the valuable one because that's what all the families value more in Loja. Like if you have a master degree and then if you have travel and do all these things, that's what they want to see in, in their songs. But if I become like a great artists or something that's not something that they really appreciate mm-hmm. so that was like a fight and is that just common for all of the family or are there some who appreciate it more I mean Jonathan appreciates it yeah like Jonathan appreciate not more of the people in my family but for example my f- Jonathan has this thing that he has read a lot and so he can argue really well uh, but he was like really pushed by my family and criticized by my family mm-hmm. uh, for the way that he was building his life. And I was too. So yeah, we have been facing that in the family, but still doing what we love to do. And so Jonathan bring theater to Loja. He started a school of theater and he started a festival of theater in Loja and it was a wonderful time and that opened to me more knowledge about what are the possibilities with dance and with theater and with art and with performing and I met a lot of people that inspired me and I started travel around Ecuador, not, not around Ecuador, just a couple of cities and I did different techniques like puto dance, um, that was the main one. I did clown, I did... <laughs> <laughs> clown? Yeah. The clown school? Yeah, I did the clown school, I did uh, physical theater, I did circus, acrobatics. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I did more contemporary dance and... Yeah, those are the basics. And I did... Uh, I participated in some plays. Yeah, participate. I did like in the scene. Ah, I did mimo, mimeral, mm-hmm. mim- corporal mime. mime. Yeah, mime. Uh, corporal mime. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and then I came here and I did ecstatic dance. And a friend that started to do her workshop about contact, and so she came here waking up the contact dance here, and I did that with her and with the whole people here. And after I get tired of contact, sorry, <laughs> someone is listening to me, <laughs> and I hurt feelings. <laughs> but yeah, it was like I don't want more contact. 
and um, yeah, movement. And I did love a lot to dance in nature, and I did that with Bhutto dance because there was also a friend of mine that did a lot of this Bhutto in nature. And yeah, there was holistic and more weird dances that I experienced. <laughs> and after I did ecstatic dance, and yeah. Well, and you dj ecstatic dance. And I dj ecstatic dance <laughs> once. Yeah, just DJ when I was... Cura Miel. Just when I was getting to know you, when I was falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was an intense time. Yeah, that was an intense time. I, I thought that that was going to be my goodbye to Vilcabamba. <laughs> yeah, we both probably would be gone if not for the other. Yeah. I don't think I could have stayed in this place. With these people. <laughs> mm, yeah. So that's my journey with dance. Yeah. That's cool. And theater. And theater. Yeah, there's a lot more we could talk about. When you said that the individual isn't real. That's interesting. <laughs> I just recently read that. And also, my brother was like pushing in that point when he like... Why are we saying that we want to protect our nature? We are nature, and that's the yeah. the primal uh, understanding that we have to have yeah. to know what is important to take action. Yeah, I wrote recently about this book that Andy suggested to me, Finite and Infinite Games. Right. Finite and Infinite Games. Mm -hmm. Finite is just the opposite of infinity. Mm -hmm. um, and he, it says in that book, a lot about this idea of being separate from nature mm -hmm. that like by talking about nature we act like we're different from nature something separate that can look back on nature mm -hmm. but we're fools yeah we're fools the individual is, the f is a fool but I think it's real like the experience of being an individual is real mm -hmm. and then every layer of individualism is real like you let go of a lot of layers but then there is something real at the bottom because we are incarnated here in these different forms. Yeah. Different expressions. Yeah. Different expressions one. <laughs> uh, it would be nice if you can interview my brother. Yeah, he would be great to interview. Yeah. I really, I really think that he has very valuable things to share. And um, this way, like the traditional way of sharing was always oral, like talking by talking, by telling the stories. Mm -hmm. And we stopped doing that, but we can recover that in a different way. Like with the podcasting and with the video, it's kind of like in the past we just talk, but no one was like doing the documental documentary like saving it mm -hmm. right yeah. so sometimes it got lost yeah and there was always that suppose that if you knew it like if I am telling to you you go and tell to other one and the wisdom will be shared but we stopped doing that too we said like keep the knowledge for ourselves mm -hmm. <laughs> and so yeah I think uh, sharing is uh, also activism <laughs> sure you're a great sharer. You're a great person to have doing this. Thank you. You're a great person for doing this. 
Necesitamos empezar un podcast español. Sí, es cierto. <risas> Pero necesito aprender mucho más antes de esto. Sí. Vas por buen camino. ¿Mm? Vas por buen camino. Mm, gracias. <laughs> so, what do you make of all these people, like your ex-partner or other people, saying, oh, you have to walk the red path, <laughs> you are a medicine woman? What was the question? How does that feel? What do you think about that? I have always had this attitude of... Um, not belonging to just one group or one circle or one certain path. And every time that people is like wanting to like do a cage of, or like... Put you in a box. Put me in a box. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm upset. I get upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. Why? Why am I that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I relate to that. <laughs> So when my ex-partner was saying those things, I was like, I'm just me and in this present and I don't have to become nothing and I'm just like being and and I don't know, I, I start to get related with the archetypes of the medicine woman and different archetypes that people have. But I think that it's better to get to know ourselves without the myths. Um, and that's like a lyric of a song actually <laughs> like to get to know myself it's easier without the myths yeah it's yeah. way easier and it's way more true yeah so I do resonate with some of the practices and I do want to experience some of them but I don't want to like have a flag and start to say the yeah, I'm the red path or I am the American shaman <laughs> I am the Abhyayava shaman <laughs> was that his website name was the way that he named her himself in his website it's so epic yeah um, so I respect all of the tradition and the the, the original people that has this connection with nature and that respect nature and that I am all, all again saying like in different way but <laughs> harmonized uh, living with all the creatures respecting all the creatures respecting all the manifestations of life mm -hmm. so I I do respect this um, principles that some of our ancestors have and the wisdom that they have to to look and learn from but I'm not identifying because I'm also uh, I have other kind of uh, information is is um, it's not like I belong just to one thing yeah I feel the same way I was really identified with Buddhism for a while I've been really identified with a few different things but they're all just pieces of it yeah Buddhism is also a thing that I feel I identify with. It's a beautiful philosophy. It explains a lot. What do you have learned from Buddhism? Uh, it's, it clarified a lot of ideas about causes and conditions, that all of our movement in the world 
there's all kinds of things moving inside, like everything's moving. And then all of the degrees of movement are just like karmas, causes and conditions playing out, conditioning playing out. And like we often think freedom is being able to do that however we want, move however we want. But really, like there's more freedom in not being stuck moving how we're conditioned to. Mm-hmm. But it's it was a little imbalanced. Like learned a lot by being still and going within while meditating, but I was also putting like a ton of pressure on myself with like trying to be a good meditator and trying to get enlightened and was just like killing my inner child. <laughs> like mm-hmm. just, you know, no play, just only meditating and eating and sleeping. Yeah. So it was a little extreme. It was good, but extreme. And sometimes I feel like the plant medicine work is good, but extreme on the other extreme. It's all like stories and inner child work and psychologizing and emotions and process, like being in a process instead of just being in the moment and now. So it's like the other extreme. So I think they balance each other well. Do you think that plant medicine is inner... I mean, some plants are more of the inner child, but some others are, like, really rough with the inner child, too. Well, I'm talking about the culture of plant medicine, like retreats, mm. how people behave. But, yeah, I'm sure it's different with different plants. Mm. Yeah, I think that the inner child is a pearl. Is what? Like a diamond. A diamond, yeah. And it's the, more, it's the one that we have... Mm. hurt the most mm-hmm. and so the one that I am always happy to listen mm-hmm. and to and with the work that I have been doing I, I kind of have this feeling that that's the world that I was creating when I was a kid to protect myself for, from what was happening it's my adult And the work that I'm doing now that heals that experience of the past. Mm-hmm. By witnessing it, by being there with the kid? Yeah. And uh, being there with the kid and having him present, having my white hair, him, <laughs> present. It's like when we are having like a conversation, we used to talk like the kid wasn't there or like talk about him in third person. Like the kid is here and and he understands and he can see and, and he can like be. It's like different now. There's like other parts of me like are also present. The adult, the adolescent, and I'm integrating, but not forgetting that those things are inside me. So what you say was really important to not kill the inner child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like a lot of the world conditions us to kill the inner child. Yeah. Showing up for work, showing up for whatever it is we feel like we have to do. Mm-hmm. <sighs> do you want to talk more about when you were a kid? Or another day? Another day. Otro dia. Otro dia. <laughs> yeah, I think I, if I want to share that, I have to work a little bit more in that. Yeah. I think I have been winning a string and presence with you. And with people, like I was a little bit ashamed or share or about sharing myself. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, 
maybe they will think that I'm stupid now. <laughs> they will think that I am not interesting or like silly. I always had that judgmental thought. Like I was judging myself a lot. And I have been building more confidence by doing um, like a feeling every time more and more comfortable with who I am. It's um, sometimes there's things that keep showing up, but um, that's the exercise, like I told you. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's the work, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For me too. <clears throat> yeah, there's good seeds, and um, I keep uh, taking care of the garden, and I'm soon going to harvest more and more beautiful gifts <laughs> to offer. <laughs> to the world <laughs> yes the cyclical cyclical living <laughs> ground <laughs> living ground like the project of that girl yeah Leisha yeah I want to interview her too so many people to interview yeah what gifts do you want to bloom I want to bloom in love <laughs> I, I think I'm a great lover. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm a great lover. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like to sing. I think I can love by singing. To songwriting. I like dance for myself. Like, I, I don't know if I want to, like, dance in the scenarios or, like, sharing my dance a lot. Maybe, like, in workshops and little things. But um, singing is something that I, I would like to do, like, in with public and sharing. Mm -hmm. And also in medicine circles. I do like this gift of writing, of the songwriting. Mm -hmm. And it came supernatural. And yeah, I think it's powerful and I have to nourish it more. That's the gift that is more present right now. I also like to do video. I do video and I did a lot of workshops and exercises of that. I create my own experiences by bringing people or like, I want you, 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 and we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. I was this kind of girl. Yeah. yeah, you being that kind of girl might not work. Why? You know, we've talked about it. Hey, Catherine, I have this idea for a docu-series that I'm really excited about and going to move forward with. It's called Light and Shadows. I'd love to talk about maybe you being a part of it. But when you called to say that to me, we're just like, you maybe can be part of it, but I'm going to work concern. with... I was, I'm going to work with this other guy, people. And I was like, <gasps> I was very hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And I react. Mm -hmm. And I was talking from my trauma and I was talking from the hurt, from the, the scar. Yeah. And I forgive all of that. But I was bringing up the concern that you often want things your way and you have a strong personality. And so... Since this is my vision, it's unclear if it would make sense to work together. I mean, I'm a producer too, and I work for the visions of others too. And I know I have done that in the past, and I can be very collaborative. It's not like I, 
I mean, I did create my initiatives to be able to learn more from the experience because there weren't experiences around the city, like there was no one making a call. There was uh, one time that it was a team of people that used to do like live sessions and they came to Loja to give a workshop about how to do it and I went there and I was listening to them like learning from them and creating with a team like there was more people involved a really beautiful experience and also theater is a really collaborative uh, kind of work like you can't do theater alone you can't cinema alone so you have the ability to collaborate yeah we'll see how it goes <laughs> yeah uh, but yes I, I I felt that in that moment I felt that I wasn't being seen or take care of the way that you were asking me to sh- be part of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I was unsure that if I wanted you to be, which I was being open about from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because we were together romantically and then we weren't and I thought that would make it complicated and hard. Mm-hmm. I still think it might. Mm-hmm. Which is why... Like, yeah, maybe some involvement is possible, but we have to see how it goes. Yeah, we have to see how everything's going. We're in a new chapter of our lives, too. Mm-hmm. You are giving steps into letting go of the addiction, mm-hmm. which is, I know, difficult, too. Mm-hmm. And I celebrate every step that you give. Yeah your decision to become better like be yourself full mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and I'm also embodying more confidence in myself and also it's hard sometimes that that feeling comes up again but uh, I'm, I'm more aware of myself and I'm kind of taking less personal of the things and understanding more and seeing not avoiding what is the pain that I used to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't be stuck in the pain. Yeah, I feel that. I feel like you've grown a lot. Yeah. And me. Yeah. I love to hike with you mountains. <laughs> and I, I, the last time I, we went to this um, mountain by my city in Loja we went to a natural preserve mm-hmm. and uh, I thought that I was gonna die I felt super rough I, I felt super bad with myself because it wasn't that hard in the past mm-hmm. well we really didn't sleep a lot before yeah but everyone was walking and I was dying yeah you were struggling <laughs> yeah <laughs> And there was a moment in which I, I was like, I'm just gonna stay here. There was a lot of thoughts that came to my mind, like, you're go- you are just going to go up without me and everyone's gonna leave me behind and I can't rush because if I rush, I'm just gonna crash. Like, I felt my heart, my heart like was boom, 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 boom. I was, why is this happening? And, but you didn't. You were waiting for me and you were supporting me and... You encouraged me and everyone was doing that. And I carried you. And you carried me. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was doing that. And I was like really having a hard time with my mind, with my body, with my heart, with everything. 
I start to judge myself. I say that who will want to be with you? Like, like things like that. Yeah. Like if it's rough. You can't even climb this mountain. I was like being super uh, ugly with myself in in that moment. And and at the same time, I was like, no. You just have to focus, go in your own rhythm. You don't have to rush. Uh, they are going to be there and if they are not, it's okay, you just keep going. <sighs> and after you carry me and that helped a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, after I just felt so grateful to have Edu, Marek and you in my life and uh, and do and that I did went up all the way up. And that we had those moments of silence and winter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was beautiful. And I felt like it's just the mind. Yeah. And I love my mind. I just have to train my mind better to be an ally. <laughs> yeah. And when I was there, I was like, okay, I'm super grateful. I did it. We did it. We are here. And, and I also feel that my lungs were really grateful they open and there was pain there's a lot of pain in my lungs yeah hiking is really good for our breathing i think yeah it to push you to breathe <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and that and taping the mouth when sleeping oh. that helps a lot whenever i do that i'm a lot more clear yeah i definitely need that because i have headaches and i know that is because my breed issues and we have to bring orofacial myofunctional therapy to ecuador yeah and we have to start a water bottling company yeah well the company started but we have to do it yeah so much to do yeah first step getting healthier and stronger yes tell us about our morning routine wake up at five Meditate first thing for 10 minutes. Clean the tongue. Maybe brush the teeth. Maybe. Do the... <laughs> make lemon water. Record a video journal of dreams. Dream video journal with the lemon water. Do yoga. Meditate. Make mud water and take an ice bath. And then drink the mud water and start the creative work oh <laughs> <laughs> and i need to hire someone to come in at 5 a.m and force me awake and stay with me forcing me to do this routine every morning i thought that that was my job well it could be if that's what actually happens and it's not just you know showing up at 5 a.m. and <laughs> having a lot of conversations for three and a half hours and then for three days, which I chronicled on my other podcast, which is a hidden podcast. <laughs> I can't talk about it this time. Yeah, I, I came here at 5 a.m. because I was feeling that I did a lot of mistakes and I wanted to repair those Unannounced mistakes. at 5 a.m. Unannounced at 5 a.m. With fruits. Like bring but in fruits. the house, you know, not even knocking. I just was brushing my teeth, turned around at 5, 10, and in my kitchen, just see <laughs> you. Yeah, because Raymond 
leave the door open all night that's dangerous so I wanted to give him I wanted to give him a lesson <laughs> it's only dangerous when you have a wild creature wild cosmic creature in your orbit thank you I'm a wild cosmic creature yeah I don't want to go into negative. and that won't happen again that won't happen again. That happened just one time. Mm-hmm. And you're going to close the doors now? No. Well, at least this one. Mm, this one, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. Jack slept in here last night. Yeah. I lit it here. Yeah, because I slept in here last night. Yeah. Because I'm a bum. What's a bum? It's just a negative term. Mm. I have this feeling that the love that I feel for Raymond is transcendental. (laughs) Isn't all love transcendental? Yeah, but this is like a special connection. And like I was a mess, like emotional a mess. I was so confused. And I was so stressed and frustrated with my life. And I really love the when we were creating, like when those little moments of of going flowing towards truths. When we weren't like distracted by I don't know what I don't know addictions or thoughts. I thought that those moments were like super powerful, and there was a a hard version of me responding from that. Mm-hmm. And and I really, I'm really sorry about that. Yeah, I'm sorry for all of my stuff too. Yeah, yeah, I, I just see that that was a wounded woman, and I'm also grateful that I can see that stuff. Because when you you have like a a fight when you're with your partner and your partner is saying to you like, no, I don't want you anymore and the things weren't like you thought that it would be and you're so frustrated and everything you can easily like think that other person is a solution of course yeah and it's all within i mean we we're just reflecting these things from inside out and i like to feel that attention of someone else but i know that isn't real like i mean he doesn't know me for real and other people doesn't know me as much as you know me and I haven't shared that much with anyone else like what I did with you and I was like foolish myself fooling yourself fooling myself like was like screaming like to a point that was so frustrated with the communication like I I felt that I am not being understood. Like I'm, yeah. I'm trying my best to communicate in English and to share what I'm feeling and what I'm experiencing, and I cannot. I know I don't know how to communicate my feelings. In that point, I was like that, and so I was like crying a lot and being in a super bad place, and and I got the time to breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, and try to remember who I saw, who I fell in love with, like what were the things that I saw in you that were positive and why am I acting this way? And 
trying to yeah to start to see the lights of why we were together we weren't because we wanted to fight <laughs> we had like more beautiful things to share and we just went through a lot and never had the time or place to really experience each other's gifts and so I stopped for a minute about like my internal speech and start to listen more to what my heart was feeling because I was denying I was like okay I'm not gonna go back with him because he's not treating me the way I want and blah 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 and after I just realized that I love you so much and that I want to hurt you and I want to understand and I want to listen to you and uh, yeah, like there's a real connection and that there was all these things, these layers, me protecting myself mm-hmm. for, for a real connection to yeah. give me the opportunity of really experiencing love. I was like the scary of that too. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've projected that on me now. Like you think I'm doing that, but I'm not. What? Blocking the connection. I don't know. Yeah, so those, those things are being healed, are healed, but I recognize, I acknowledge that I was going through all that. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been going through a lot. You too. Yeah, I said we. Ah. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, we were hurt people hurting each other. I guess we attract the people who will push our buttons. And also the people that can heal us. Only you can heal you. Yeah, that's true. The people who can show, push the buttons so that you understand how to heal you. Yeah. But I also think that we are not just mirroring the shadows. Yeah, it's all a mirror. I think that we can also, our relationships show us also what we have to do like in team, like what we have to pay attention to and what no, like this experience can also be approached like that. Like, um, Jack, it's okay. What do you want to do? You want to do this project? Okay, so Polish, what is wrong with between you and her? And start creating without bullshit. Without what? Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jack. I have to let him in? No, you don't have to let him in. Okay. That's not how you treat a baby. You don't just give it whatever it wants because it cries. Thank I guess you do for a while, but he's four. <laughs> Jack, you can you can sit there. You're fine. You have food and water. Yeah, so that. So that. That this and the other thing. What? I'm just saying words. Uh-huh. Right now we went through this, and we want the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like we want to get healthier. Yeah. Um, we want to support each other we want to build and like that the core of our relationship still there yeah but I don't want the close involvement like the romantic stuff the spending you know many days all day together like that doesn't feel right for me now 
yeah, I understand that doesn't feel right for you to build a romantic relationship with me. Mm -hmm. What you want to do is build your health. Like, mm -hmm. but that's why I mentioned it before. Like, we think that another person will uh, be the solution to our problems or uh, or this this relationship didn't work out because of me or because of you. That's no, it's like... We build a relationship. A relationship is not something like magical happen from the beginning. And we did have that from the beginning. From the begin we, in the beginning, we saw all that we can be. Like, uh, And in the process, we let our fears come, let our thoughts, let our securities to come, both of us. And, and I do think that we can drop the possibility that we can see each other's light again and want it to be together. You think we can't drop the possibility that we're going to want to be together again romantically? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying that's not a possibility for me now. And you never know in the future, but now it's not that. Yeah, and... So is it... I don't know if we can have these other relationships now. And I'm saying that we can, mm -hmm. but having that clear that we are not looking other than building our strengths and heal. Okay. Well, I hope it goes well. <laughs> <laughs> If it doesn't, it'll be entertaining. It will be entertaining. But also is make it work. Like if we decide to do it, we respect agreements. <coughs> And we focus on creating this. Yeah. So it's not like I hope. I mean, yeah, we. I. I hope too, but I want to put put the energy that it deserves. So if I want to create a water bottling, I'm going to be present for it. If wanna, I want to build my morning routine, I'm going to be present for it, and I'm going to do it in the with the agreements that we have. Mm -hmm. And after we will have time to clear our minds and hearts and see how we figure out what our feelings are because we're still loving each other I'm still loving you but it's in a different way you still feel passion for me <sighs> not in the same way it will never the river is never the same water but we're still connected in that way so what do you see in me now So you don't no longer see someone that you want to share path with. I mean, I see a lot of great qualities that I would want to share a path with. I also see concerns and reasons why I need space right now. But I see all of the light I always saw in you. Yeah, we will see after the space. And after the space from this. Yeah. Last tobacco. Terribly rolled by me. That's <laughs> maybe not that bad. That's terrible. Terrible. What's terrible? The rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Will you do one more? Okay. But that's gonna be the last. That's the last. It's for editing. For editing. When are you gonna edit? Uh, I guess today. Or tomorrow. Today we have the thing with Alaya too. You have that. But you're gonna take me there. 
I can't show my face there. I'll send you in a taxi. Really? Yeah. Why you can't show your face there? Because I'm on drugs. I'm high. I'm going to be exhausted at 4 p.m. I'm high. Na, 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 na. Yeah, okay. So supportive. It was. I was like, I was singing that song. I'm high. Oh, that's my mistake. It's because I don't know the lyrics. I just know that I'm high. (laughs) It's a great song. (laughs) On my hidden podcast, when I would do a last hit podcast, which was most podcasts, I would usually end up smoking a little while I was editing. Oh. So this will be. Telling the truth. One last roll during editing. Okay. What if I'm just not good at being a human? You're good at being a human, you made mistakes that wasn't human still. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can talk about my singing songwriting. Yeah. What kind of interview is this? <laughs> Avant-garde, cutting edge, new medium of audio. Content. Amazing interview. Amazing interview. Amazing tobacco roll, thank you. Okay. It's a lot better than mine. Of course. <laughs> because you are the true stoner. I'm the true stoner. It took me a while to learn, but I'm getting better. Yeah, you're better than when we uh, met. Yeah, because when we met, I wasn't smoking anymore. Because I did have my episode of attachment to drugs. But now you're a more evolved being than that, and a more evolved being than me. I want to mention that I am super beautiful. (laughs) I really have a a nice face. (laughs) Look at it. (laughs) You have a beautiful face. I never had that much attention from men's. Like I always thought that I wasn't that attractive, but I, I always experienced myself like I like my face and I like my. But I didn't receive like a lot of uh, men's wanting to be with me. But once a guy told me like I was there in an event, and I say hi to a guy that was there, and I thought that he was cool because he has like nice way of thinking. And he just told me, I thought that you weren't going to say hi to me. <laughs> and I was like, why? Because you're like nice and cute. And he didn't make like the hi or speak with me because he was like afraid of rejection. Mm-hmm. And, and after that, I realized that many guys think that kind of things about me. Like I'm superior in a way. Yeah, they're intimidated. Yeah, but so I never had like a lot of men around me in like pretending. But when I came to Vilcabamba, that happened because I think that here there were more men like more aware. I don't know what 
but um, more aware of your beauty. More aware of my beauty, <laughs> or more more like in working in themselves too. Yeah. So yeah, it did had more attention here. Um, and there are not a lot of young ladies in Vilcabamba. Yeah, there's definitely more beautiful ladies around the world. There are a lot of interesting ladies. Yeah. Beautiful my, in their way. My ex-partner told me when he was living in Germany and he was like um, speaking with me two years after we break up because he went to Germany and he was like, yeah, there's a lot of beautiful ladies, but there's no one like you. Like, there's no you. Yeah. I mean, I, I do feel that I'm less interested in superficial beauty now. Like, I care more about a heart connection because beauty is pretty common. It's a lot more common than a really developed heart. Mm-hmm. A really developed heart that isn't afraid of showing you the shadow. Damn. What? I just want to be better. Yeah, you are giving the steps into that. And you are good as you are too. I mean, we can let go of all these addictive behaviors, but (laughs) it doesn't mean that you're bad. Just look all this setup that you did for the podcast by being in this energy. Imagine what you can create when we are clear. Yeah, a lot more. I think that's why I've been sabotaging it. Lighting Shadows can be like a network, a network of podcasts, videos, art. Yeah. I had a project that calls Guaira Vibra, that mm-hmm. is a community, a network. Mm-hmm. Um, and Raymond fell in love with me when I sing. That's true. I was almost going to say that when you were talking before. Vilka Garden. High and a little drunk. I was high and a little drunk too. And your voice was beautiful. Thank you. But I felt so ashamed because I was high and drunk singing. Yeah. Without technique. Yeah. <laughs> Just like singing. <laughs> so I'm kind of ashamed that I'm high podcasting. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. No. And uh, I did sing. And then we laughed a lot. And I was nervous. I was nervous that you would leave me. That I would leave you for singing. That's a wild fear. That's a wild fear. Because my... I'm sorry. Because my ex-partner, the five years partner, he was the one that kind of like told me to not sing. Ah, uh, yeah. So I was like... <gasps> No, and I, I told to myself, no, if, if he really likes me, he's gonna love every part of me. And I'm not gonna hide these things that I like to do and stop doing it. Like singing or dancing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I love you. I love you too. We're ready to go have breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're good on the podcast. Uh-huh. Anything to say anywhere... You want people to follow, like Waira Vibra, or... You can follow Waira Vibra. You have to pay attention to, like, the Shadows Project. (laughs) And all the projects that are being cooked 
here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can follow Pura Miel, which is my personal profile in Instagram, in which I share my cosmos and chaos. Your cosmos and your chaos. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for sharing. And thank you for listening. If there is anyone there listening, how brave of you. Amazing that you're still listening. Thank you. And looking forward to sharing more with you. Looking more... Oof. Looking forward to speaking. Looking forward to being able to speak. To speak better. To have good conversations. Making videos. And maybe writing something here or there. And uh, creating. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> And letting me express and I can get better with English and share more in the future and also we can like in the future listen to some Spanish. Sí, pero es porque de tu inglés que tenemos nuestra relación. Yeah. Gracias. Gracias. All right, everybody. Talk to you soon. Have a great day.